Hello world, you guys know what time it is man, we're back at it, so welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, y'all, my name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself and your lovely host. Quick disclaimer at the top of this video, if you guys hear some background noise, a little bit of audio, maybe a bit of wind or even a telephone ringing, right? <laughs> hey man, got a lot going on today, alright, I'm back home but everything's going well but it's been a very busy day. Anyway, the topic for today is about students, particularly students in America. They're going through it, man. And what I mean by going through it is that they are saddled with debt. For some reason, I guess the government thought that the policies in place saddling a lot of young students with debt that they couldn't pay back, despite the job market looking promising even just 10 years ago, actually backfired because they can't pay it back. And in fact, a lot of students are saying that debt forgiveness is actually what they need to survive. Their financial stability depends on it. So let's go ahead and get into this article, shall we? This is brought to you guys by CNBC.com. And the title of this article reads, 53% of student loan borrowers say their financial stability relies on debt forgiveness. Yes, most definitely. 53% is a high, high number. And for those that are not really numbers people, I'll tell you what. At least you're familiar with like heads and tails, right? When you flip a coin, well, 53% is higher than half, all right? Let's just leave it at that. Let's go. The Supreme Court will hear oral arguments at the end of this month ahead of its final decision on President Joe Biden's plan to forgive up to 20,000 student loan debt for federal loan borrowers and 10,000 for others. Legal scholars and court experts have varying opinions on how the justices will handle the two lawsuits blocking Biden's plan. But the majority of borrowers are sure of one thing, their debt is standing between them and financial well-being. So for those that don't know, man, I got to break this down to you guys again. I already did one segment on this student loan stuff, but that was way back. I'm talking about one of my earlier episodes, definitely before the 100 episode mark. So basically, here's the deal. If you have a lot of medical debt, credit card debt, even auto loan debt, you can get that discharge in bankruptcy, or at least those possessions can be uh seized all right so that that debt's not hanging over your head anymore well check this out man in regards to student loans they put in there a clause that you cannot discharge these loans in bankruptcy right so it doesn't matter you can't discharge them so they pretty much stick with you for life so they're pretty much i guess you can call it a lifelong tax it just never goes away which is it's crazy when you think about it. So for it to be 53% of them saying that, yeah, my financial well-being depends on debt forgiveness is a lot. I mean, that's half of the youth. You're talking about half of the youth of America here. All right. And as we know, things are getting more expensive worldwide. Things are pricey from energy bills in Europe to eggs in America to all types of stuff going on. It's getting expensive. So I guess now they're looking for ways to solve this crisis. For example, President Joe Biden has uh, put in place a few policies that work, some don't, but a lot that do in terms of lowering monthly payments for students so that they can afford to buy groceries, pay rent and things of that nature. But also he uh, put in place a forgiveness plan to try and forgive up to 10 to 20,000 of student loan debt, depending on your situation, which 
really can help put a dent in some of these loans. I mean, it's not the biggest thing ever, but it helps, right? So this is pretty much what they're talking about when they're going into these facts, right? So let's keep it going. In fact, 53% of federal student loan borrowers say their financial stability relies on their loans being forgiven, according to a recent study by a business called Credit Karma. And it was a survey of 1,000 adults in the USA. The summer will be here before you know it, and with it, the return of student loan payments on or around June 30th. Yeah. I mean, June 30th is not far away, uh, you know, my people. That is quick. That is quick and coming. It is already February. It feels like New Year's was yesterday, right? So June 30th is no time at all. But for struggling borrowers, adding those payments back into their budget won't be easy. Yeah, pretty much like I just said, man, inflation is running wild. You guys understand what that means. Things cost more, but the salaries are not higher. So this is definitely difficult. Anyway, let's go into the next part of the article, which is titled Payment Pause Has Been a Reprieve, Not a Long-Term Solution. Next month marks three years since federal student loan borrowers were last required to make a payment on their loans, thanks to pandemic forbearance that began under former President Donald Trump. So basically, for those that remember that global worldwide pandemic that happened in 2020, I mean, how can you forget with the COVID-19 virus, right? And student loans were paused. That means people didn't have to pay them. There was 0% interest rates, so they weren't growing either. So luckily, they got paused for a bit. And here's the thing. A lot of people would like to say, well, why didn't they uh, pay these student loans off in the last three years when payments have been paused? And the only answer I could really give is that things have become exponentially more expensive. We're talking about a jump in rents from 1500 even in Los Angeles in certain places, to now you can't get anything under 2200 a month, that is. Okay, that's a difference of thousands of dollars. I'm not even going to go into the cost of gasoline, energy, and groceries. You guys fully understand how those have gone up, I'm sure, uh, because that's gone up worldwide. I mean, it's been quite ridiculous. So when people are considering, hey, why didn't they pay it off then? You know, that's one of the reasons, right? And it's a twofold thing. And here's the second part, right? The second part is that a lot of people's salaries are not going up and a lot of people got fired during the pandemic because a lot of these businesses were cutting back. And what that means is they're trying to maintain profit margins, which means too many people are getting high salaries, so they need to get fired. Okay, this has started to happen recently. There's been a lot of tech companies such as uh, Meta. Um, I mean, many companies, honestly. You guys could check it out for yourselves. I read it in one of my past episodes. I read a few... Um, companies names but coinbase meta carvana and more have actually laid off a lot of employees and we're not just talking about any employees we're talking about two hundred thousand dollar a year managers you know they have a lifestyle to keep up that stuff right so this is pretty much what we're dealing with here it's not so simple right borrowers who were able to stay on top of payments had a choice to continue making payments to expedite their debt payoff or take advantage of the pause and use funds they would have put toward their debt for other things some borrowers were able to have weddings start a business or achieve other financial goals indeed they were indeed they were for the most part borrowers say the payment pause has allowed them to feel more secure about their money but that security may end when payments resume over half 56% of the survey respondents say their financial stability relies on not being required to make payments. 
While they might be more financially stable, more than one in four borrowers say they haven't been able to save while payments have been paused because the money they would have paid on the student loans is now going to other necessities. And there it is. And by necessities, like I said before, we're talking about things that matter, right? Heating your home in the winter, cooling it down in the summer so you don't get heat stroke, groceries, right? Gas for your car, things of that nature. I mean, all these things are necessities. You understand? So these things are pretty important. These things are pretty important. Anyway, while they might be more financially stable, one in four borrowers say they haven't been able to save while payments have been paused because the money they would have paid on other student loans is going to other necessities, as I just stated. <laughs> Sorry for repeating that, you guys. You guys understand. This is my first time reading through this. I do not. I repeat, I do not read these before I report them, before I do these episodes. So bear with me. With or without student debt, the last year has been financially difficult for many Americans as record high inflation set prices up on nearly everything from rent to eggs. Nearly 70% of respondents say their finances stayed the same or declined since last year. And I want to add to this. I really, really want to add to this. It is not just the younger generation saddled with student loan debt that's that this is hitting. Um, it's also the older generation. Uh, there was an article I had seen the other day that I was going to report on, but I decided to pass on. I still may in the future, but anyway, where they said there is now a grain of homelessness. So now you have uh, senior citizens, senior citizen age, okay, uh, 65 plus, who would have had their houses, right? Would have had social security and pensions to cover their bills. But because bills have gone up so much in price, they have started to live in their cars with dogs, okay? They've just purchased these big cars where you could sleep with a hatchback and the bed is in the back and they bring their animals with them, okay? So they're not lonely and they're not alone and they find other communities that are in similar situations. So it's not only the younger generation that is struggling and that needs to be noted. It is also the older generation that is literally pulling money out of their retirements just to be able to fund their lifestyles. And we're not talking about expensive lifestyles here. You know, we're not talking about uh, being on yachts and all this other stuff. We're just talking about basic necessities, groceries, having a place to live, uh, warmth, clothes. You know, it's it's really tough out here. It's really sad to see because it feels like the ones that make it, they really make it. But the ones that get left behind, you know, if they don't have other people in their corner to support them, if they don't have a support group, if they can't work together, they get left behind they can't make ends meet that is very difficult that is very difficult you know um the article goes on to talk about what comes next for borrowers and it goes into some elaborations talking about deferment forbearance and possible forgiveness but i will not beat you guys over the head with that i will not badger you any longer with this i just wanted to go ahead and touch on this topic if you guys are interested in reading through this article I will be posting the link to the article at the end of the description, at the end of the caption. You guys should feel free to check it out. Um, like I said, this is this article is a major red flag to me, man. This is a red flag. Uh, it's worrying. <laughs> most of the most of the youth is in debt, and some of these people of retirement age are also struggling. So you know, we will have to have some really serious, concrete solutions for the U.S. coming very soon in the future because. Uh, the way this is going now, it can't possibly be kept up at this pace in the way it's going, all right? And that's just my opinion, but I think a lot of people would agree with that sentiment as the surveys from the article and as the surveys show, maybe you guys have seen people's comments about eggs or energy crisis online, you know, it, it's getting worse, it's getting worse, so... 
Let's hope for better. Let's pray for better. Let's keep voting for better. And let's see what comes next. That's all I have to say. Prioritize your needs, people, not your wants. Prioritize your needs. All right. Take care of yourself. Don't 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 drown out there, man. Don't drown out there. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. And as always, I hope you guys stay safe, happy, and healthy. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Love y'all. Peace.